welcome everybody to the Monsterpreneur Podcast. This is the Monsterpreneur channel, but this is the podcast, man, where we talk about music, film, art, business, and life. This is one of them special conversations. It's straight up. If you are new to the channel, like, comment, subscribe, all that good shit. We finna jump straight into it. Everybody got their blunts lit. Yes, Everybody, yeah, it's a blunt right here. Ain't lit up yet. Now, I'm just saying, you yes, know, the nigga ain't, okay, cool. Everybody good, ready to go. Now, listen, this ain't nothing but some legends in this motherfucker. You know what yes, I'm sir. saying? It's straight legends. When I say legends, I'm talking about Memphis legend pioneers. It's been my new favorite word for the last couple of weeks doing these podcasts. Y'all niggas is pioneers. If it wasn't for y'all, it wouldn't be in us. And I say that as a student of the game. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you don't know, because I'm going to let them talk their own, pop their own shit. If you don't know, we got my nigga. Uncle DJ Zerk. Yes, sir. Always, man. SM motherfucking K. Yes, sir. Kilo G in the building. And this is what we doing. Memphis veterans, how y'all feeling today? Good, good, How y'all feeling today? Yes. That's wonderful. Again, how everybody feel good? Everybody cool? Good? You know what I'm saying? Look, we usually be starting these conversations off on certain things, but this is so unorthodox. I'm going to do what we came to do because you called me and said, bruh, if I ain't going to run the story down how it's supposed to be run down, I don't want to do it. Right. So I'm smoking my blunt, drinking my my, my Dr. <laughs> Pepper. We're going to start with you. How yeah. you feeling? Man, I'm great. We know you from Orange, man. Mm-hmm. And you rep that shit to the day. Right, to the day I die. Man, tell us what the fuck is going on with DJ Zerk today. Let's start current, and then we're going to swing back on that. Well, today, you know, uh, well, me and Kilo G working on our album. Uh, then I'm working, I got some more artists that I'm working with. Um... You know, just and, and fit to get ready to do a film, you know, that I'm working on. And what I fit to do, I'm just fit to bring it. Right. I'm fit to bring everything that I know what to do and how to do. Yeah, for sure. SMK, how you feeling today, bro? Uh, blessed. Because you has got a, a story so much that we gonna, we, I told you I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna give you, because you gonna go into some details that I know we probably might go with, not go into during this episode. Uh, but. Uh, we gonna definitely get that, you know what I'm saying? And then we got my nigga Kilo G in the building. Yeah, he was like, yo. I was yes, like, nah, sir. nigga, I know Kilo G. Yeah, I know about that yes, Kilo G. What's up with you, man? You feeling all right today, man? Yes, man. And I Acknowledge you and say happy birthday to my brother because I ain't never been on a podcast, so you the first to ever be <laughs> on camera. For sure. I ain't on point, so y'all excuse me for any mistakes. No, we did K97. 1993. 1993, you said you did K97. Who, that Devin Steele? Yeah, I can't remember. No, Stan Bell. Stan Bell, okay, yeah, 93. Yeah. It's new to me. This is my brother. He said, come do it, and I'm going to support Happy birthday coming up to you, man. Happy birthday, January 28th. Man, for sure. Yeah, for sure. At the Growlers. What that make you? Aquarius? I'm Aquarius. Okay, yeah, because you on that end right there, right? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. You want to say that, Joe? You going live? Yeah, fix it so it can. So it face us? Yeah. Ah, yeah. Thank you for the opportunity, man. And thank y'all, man, for holding us down. And I'm telling y'all, y'all finna see some shit you ain't never seen before. <laughs> 2023, yeah, I'm claiming it. I'm taking it. But man, I wouldn't be nothing without him. We all can say that when it yeah, comes, when it comes back, but you got a special. And yeah. I got a close situation in the bird's eye view. Right. I know 
You know what I'm saying? How we started this shit. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? And see, that's what this podcast is most definitely about. Is because you know a lot of people talking about giving flowers and all that shit, but a lot of people don't know mm-hmm. the origin, right? Of where this shit started, yeah, and how it started. Now you looking at it? Yeah. So I'm. That's why I'm saying I'm gonna shut the D fuck up, yes, sir. Yeah. and I'm gonna let this man go and do his thing. Well, I'm gonna say one more time. Go ahead. Go ahead. Like uh, SMK Reggie J used to say back in the day, <laughs> it's off the demarcated, but I mean it's off the duplicated, but never. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Off the radar, remember? Never duplicated. I see it wrong. Excuse me, but I know what I was gonna say. Off the imitated, but never duplicated. All respect, man. You can't duplicate this shit. Most definitely. And I wouldn't do it with nobody else. So let him have the stage because he's a pioneer. He's an originator. So like Christopher Columbus, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Discovered America. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I want. That's what I. That's that's what I want to hear this man talk about. He ain't gonna say. He gonna say politically correct. Nah, nah, nah. nah. (laughs) We gonna do the peak politically. You gonna be politically correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you gonna be are you gonna be dessert to call me on the phone? Or? Oh, oh, oh. Okay, because because well, well, they gonna the, respect this the, shit. They the origin story and the way that you want to tell it, I just want to hear from where you got started and how it blended in until you know to what we to what it became. You know what I'm saying? So only you can take us back to that point. Well, you know what I'm saying. Rest in peace. You know, Marcus B. You know what I'm saying. You know, Marcus B. Rest yeah, in peace, Marcus B. Yeah. Uh, he the one, me and him first actually started together. Right. You know, and uh, he he came to me one day, he was like, one of us got to be a DJ and a producer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I looked at me, looked at me, and I said, I'll take that job. But Marcus B, he was a Orange Man legend. But he was ahead of his time. Uh, when NWA was was doing gangster rap, he was doing gangster rap. Okay. When everybody was doing the just say no. Uh Club No Name had a contest. And we were like 15 years old. You know what I'm saying? Young nigga. Yeah, man, young nigga. But by him getting second place in that contest, cause he was the only different person, cause everybody else was either back then, I think about had a New York style, mm-hmm. or you was just doing the just say no. He when you say just so, just say no, you mean just like no cussing type no, shit? No, was, no, no, no. Just say no with the drugs. Uh, with, that's what. Okay, okay, right, okay, right. Yeah, that's what they I'm saying. Everybody, you know, <laughs> you doing you doing good boy shit or you yeah, doing you gangster doing, shit? Okay. Well, at the time, it really wasn't. Nobody really wasn't touching gangster shit, right? right. Because uh, New York was a big influence. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but people were doing like just say no, be just say no song. Now being a good boy and stuff. But Marcus was a gangster, you know what I'm saying, at that time. Talking about like 85. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And so he, we won second place. Mm-hmm. So by us winning second place, that got me in the club no name. Okay. You know, well, no they name. liked him, you know, because he was different. He was rapping gangster. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah, yeah. what I'm Something saying? Never heard then before. that was Memphis really always was, was gangster. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, always so was gangster, you know? Yeah. So, uh, so once he won that contest, uh, we was able to get a no name. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I'm bringing Squeaky up there. Now, you y'all know? 16? 15, 16. They, yeah, so, yeah. So we so still in high school. I'm saying there wasn't no 18 limit to get in that motherfucker. Well, that because, shit didn't matter. No, because he won that contest, they respected him. Right, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So I used it to get into the club. You know, I, I want to, I'm with the this music. Is your you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Okay. So, 
uh, man, uh, me and Squeaky, you know what I'm saying? We were better DJs. Yeah. We were better DJs, you know? Man, foot, everything, you know what I'm saying? When we were cold with, and uh, we used to just sit up there and look at Spanish Fly like this. You know oh, what I'm saying? Shout out, shout out Spanish Fly too, man. Because, you know, we, we knew that, he, yeah, shout out Spanish Fly. Because we knew that he wasn't just, he wasn't no better DJ. Yeah. We figured out the differences okay. uh, a little bit later on. Okay. It was a difference between being a better DJ and a club and a DJ. DJ. He, he showed up. Yeah. Right, he showed up. Cause so y'all niggas like the niggas on Juice, how they was doing it in right, Juice, they were right, battling it. Right. Okay, okay, and we okay. still DJ. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he rocking the club and shit, yeah. you know? Yeah. But we like, we ain't nowhere near on our level. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So one day Fly said, y'all come up here. Cause we was just you stand there and look at him. Right. And we knew we called, you know yeah, what I mean? Squeaking, yeah. cutting it up. Man, we ain't doing no party shit. Y'all think about it. <laughs> Straight We ain't doing shit. no, we everybody just looking like calling the motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, once we do our little thing, we let him go ahead, you know, yeah. choose the turn. The man just said, took a took a took a took a took a word. And the whole crowd just started going crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We like, word. he the club DJ. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. We up here battling, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, you know, we calling the motherfucker. Yeah. But he the club DJ. It was the differences between being a battle rapper right, and right. a club DJ. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But that was just so crazy that he did give us the opportunity. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? To come up there and do yeah, that. Because he could have been a straight straight hater. Man, same man. He had to let us up there. Yeah. But the man let us up there. You know what I'm saying? We holler at him. And we just look at him like. But he was a club DJ yeah, at the time. Yeah. So that was we kind of took and we learned from him about being a battle rapper. Right. I mean a battle DJ and a club DJ. Right. You know what And I'm see saying? the importance of this, and I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you finish in just a second. The reason that these stories are important is because, hey listen, if you're at a certain age, mm -hmm. right. if you're 20 some years old, you think Memphis rap started with Yo Gotti. If you're thirty, well, if you're right. thirty something, right. you think it started with Three Six Mafia. Right. Um, but if you're that next generation above, right. mm. you know Spanish Fly, Squeaky, Zerks, SMKs, man, uh, Tom Skeeters. I'm, I'm, I can miss a right. million names, right? Right. right. Gangsta Pets. Well, everybody. Bring. All of these things started from somewhere. Right. And this um, is in the era that we're talking about. The, right. the, the birthing the of birthing. these things. True, real okay. true. There you yeah. go. Uh -huh. Go ahead. Yeah, real go true. Ahead. I mean, SMK was a great part of it, and I believe maybe God brought him down here. It's because he showed us something, you know what I'm it's saying? It's the same thing Pat said. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know, he, he showed us this technology, this big-ass drum machine. Yeah. <laughs> what drum machine was that? <laughs> 12. Every time I asked Al or Pat or anybody about the 12, they was like, nah, we ain't had it. We had like the DR5s or this, this, that. But right. SMK had that big ass SP12. And well, he wasn't the first one. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But he the one that, that that's credited this to breaking it down and breaking it to breaking it to breaking We gave the, us the technology. The, the, and a technique yeah. to go with the production. Right. Yeah, shit, yeah, you know? right, right. Just yeah. like you bring Fruit Loose to me. I don't know nothing about nothing Fruit Loose. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? You're like, this is it right here. There's always doing Yeah. I came in. Before. They was already. I, I just see what I, I can add to. Yeah. 
So you saw a budding scene, you just know that you just came and was like, man, I'm going to sprinkle the shit that I got. And we're going to get into that story a little bit later so they'll know what we're referencing to. But you brought a certain knowledge uh, from up top. And then when you you saw the opportunity and it wasn't being amplified here at all. It was the drum machine, like Zerk said. The accessibility to technology. <laughs> Elise. Elise's. You over on the gray and black Elise? Yeah. 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 The Damn right. The 808 was the Tom Tom. Yeah. Right. People didn't know it wasn't the. It was just, it was just pitched down. We just try to tune yeah. them, you know. That right. Yeah. Like, Yo, that's different. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how you, that's how y'all created the 808? That, they, no, that was, that, they used that. That what made Memphis music like it was different. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like you, y'all took a tom and basically pitched it down, and that, that's how y'all got there. Well, with that drum machine, I well, it was I learned to get a bass from a record, and I could truncate it. And right, 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 right. I can right. truncate. Ooh, his mother just keep carrying until I cut out. That's what he actually gave us. Like, <laughs> and where did you learn that? Where did you learn? Where, where were they doing that? That you saw them using that with it. New York. <laughs> it, but, but I'm saying though, like uh, who? Uh, Pete Rock. Okay. Um, okay. DJ Premier. Okay. 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 Um, Mob Deep. Because they had the machines and they had already kind of figured out some things. If you want the analog, you right. use the SP. Right. Right. If you want digital, you use the MP. Right. Right. That right. That's the two different. It's it, it, sampling time. It's right. just Memphis. That we kept putting out was bass. Yeah, bass. It's about bass. You know what I'm saying? That's what people looked at squeaky in the way is the king of the bass. You know what I'm saying? Just man, it, yeah. it, it didn't matter if it was wobbly, boo, you know what I'm saying? As long as it was just bass. We just sticking bass. You know, SMK, I can understand. He from him coming from New York, he had different styles. Right, you know what I'm saying. If we was, but, and he had been but, exposed but to those, to those other stuff. I already was hip to bass because I was in West Palm Beach, Florida, for like a year and a half. Okay, so you down there with Luke and them, seeing that scene. I was, I was at the beginning of it with yeah. Jam Pony Express. Okay, yeah, yeah. right. Now you really want right. to know real DJing and stuff like that. Now that's who I went up against. The, them DJs, right, right. Check out, but when I came to Memphis. It was the same thing, but the beast was slow. Yeah. And you gotta have some bass. Yeah, you gotta have some bass. So I was right. equipped for to real. both. Yeah, how, yeah. how the, the, the tempo was drastically different. Even though, right? see, I'm not, fr- I, I wasn't from New York. Right. It's just that when I moved there at 14, I caught on to the hip hop vibe and I started out DJing. Of course. You know, cool. right. And that's what got me into making beats. Yeah. And the SP was the most convenient to sample real quick. MP2, but. MP, you needed other things to go with it, but with the SP, it was just just that. that we didn't we that. didn't have that uh, MPC like that. <laughs> nah, you know? MPC was at the studio. Yeah, they was. Like, I had one studio. I, I bought one in '97. The but them 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 MPCs, that first MPC, being a partner, bought one in '97. Wouldn't carry yeah. out like the SB1200. Right, that's what I was saying. SB1200 had less sampling. So time. did you have to have discs, discs yeah. and shit with the SB12? Yeah, discs. Okay, right. Okay, yeah, yeah. 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 But it wasn't no eight outs. Yeah, it's eight outs in the back. You still come out kick, snare, single. You right. still come out individually. individually. Right. Okay. But see, that's what we learned to chop from. Because, see, you can only get so much sampling time. 
in them pads. What these young cats doing now? Yeah. Chop, man, we was doing that. For sure. For sure. From the beginning. Yeah. But, but we didn't know that what it was going to become. Right. You know, we were, we were just working with what we had. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's, something, new. that's something we talk about, too, like us being from down here. Right. You know, we always got shit last. Right. So we knew how to take speaker wire, hook it to this, to this, and now we got a microphone. Hook to this up, now the speaker's working. You know what I'm saying? But then, like I said, the introduction of, of this new equipment coming in is the thing that changed the game, right? Right, yeah, right. And that's crazy. You know, that's, you know that's, that started just forming and creating what we was doing that we didn't know that was going to span throughout the world. Yeah. You know, we, we, you know, we, we all should have got together back then. Everybody with their heads. You know what I'm saying? But I think it was just some times that it was something brand new too, bro. Yeah, it was. I yeah, think it was. I think I know everyone has like you are <clears throat> an intricate center part of that whole story. Mm -hmm. So you have a different perspective. But then a person that's you know, I, it don't matter how far I am, I'm not in from that circle. I'm looking on the outside looking in. Right. And it, it was something that was brand new. Mm -hmm. So right. when no everyone saw it for the first time. That's why y'all couldn't really get together because everybody's like trying to grab it. If it, it had, if, 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 if it was a, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If it had been a few more years of the shit prior to y'all, uh -huh. y'all make us, you know, there would have already been a scene. You know what I'm saying? Y'all were creating we something creating. from scratch. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. were. Yeah. So y'all were writing the manual. Yeah, you even know with the Gangsta Walk, the way I yeah, seen the Gangsta Walk. Tell us about the Gangsta Walk. I seen the Gangsta Walk transform from Club No Name to Club Expo to Studio G. It to was California. to California. It was on a whole new different level. Yeah. From from them three club when they got the Studio G, them niggas boy footworking. You know what I'm saying? At first it was just you know what I'm saying in a circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. That's, so then now we talking about the birth of Jukin, huh? <laughs> right, okay. right. That's but crazy. I seen this, you know, because I've been through all three clubs. I've but been. The whole you talking about the birth of everything? I don't mean anything, but how you good? These my brothers right here. Yeah. And man, I have so much respect for them because that lane they started. Just like you talking about originated with the book jump started from here. Originated, you asked us about a drum machine, but they could be a part of a live band and the beat and the rhythm, the funk. We ain't copying and mimicking West Coast or East Coast. Yeah. We was raised up listening to a sound, but we are the originators of the sound. Just like you keep on saying a word. That's a great fucking point. That's a great point. You're the first person that I ever seen to actually acknowledge that and gave us yeah, yeah. credit as being prime. Yeah, because like I said, I'm a Memphis nigga, Black Hammer born. Right. So right. I, for the I last few years, we've been all the uh, drum machine made the orange. Sound. Right, right. I'm saying, me and this dude was in kindergarten, first grade together. Yeah. So he was scratching and doing shit. You know what I'm saying? Back then. But see, I love his point of what he said. What he said that y'all were creating something original, coming out of something, the Stacks era, which yeah. was original created. It was something homegrown. Y'all are children. Yeah, that children. that is something that it was created. Right. There was yeah. there was no soul music yeah, before, yeah. We right? See, no blueprint. But see, I'm on the outside looking in when okay. I came here. And, and like what Kilo said, see the reason why I say the the drum machine was the, the, the tip it was. Real, the real change because Memphis sound 
Memphis had a sound like they had beats. Like I say, they was already doing it before I even came. Right. But when I was listening to Zerk them, everybody hit the stage, do their thing. The beats was slow, and I was like, Yo, this shit dope them off. They dancing to some slow. <laughs> slow. It's, 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 it's kicking. It's like it's like it's just moving yeah. through now, your body. But it wasn't a drum nah, machine. No, nah, what I'm saying is just like now. It's it's nah, you know what made the or drum this, machine? Or that. Tell me this, sir. It's uh, in the nah, this was the drum machine. Cause when you hear them cowbells, it was all. Yeah, nigga heard that. Hey, listen. When I first got an MP, like '98. That's what I like. The when I heard them drums, they in them the 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 those the little, uh, yeah, what are they? Yeah. The, the claws, yeah. the little sticks that sound like they hitting. When you heard them, you like, oh, that nigga just got that new drum kid. He just got a new drum kid. I hear it. It's come up. Then what? It was either the SB twelve hundreds, or then it went to the eight oh eight, or then it went to this. It was the eight oh eight we was trying to get to. Yeah, it was. So that that um, what's the the. The drum machine, the, the little the, elises, uh, yeah. the five. But they the, had the eight oh eight. Right, the, the elises did. When I put the SP on, right, yeah, and I hit that eight oh eight. Yeah, and then I put it, it in felt 16, different. It felt different. That right, two of them. It felt different. Yeah. I'm finna make that bitch oh, do. Oh, it was just. Well, a guy down for the name, he he was a big part of the elises. Was Al. Mr. Nigga, the original Miss Nigga out of South Memphis with Al I Production. Yeah, with Al I Production. But see, I brought him in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I brought him in. Okay. With Squid. That's the point I'm trying to make. Okay, when you say Al, when you say Al, you got to tell people what Al do. It was with Little Skull, M, M, P, M. Okay, but y'all started out together. See, I met Zerk too. It was a family Well, I, I was putting everybody in together. OTS Records. I right. first met Zerk. You right. You right. You right. Radical yeah. T. Al Capone no, was over there. Right. Yeah, yeah. So right. Al Capone. Second yeah, level. Yeah, no, you right. And that's, and no, you right. You, you well, sure right. I remember when you came in the with the drum machine. That's that's what what brought back that's some why I'm trying to get back to. Yeah. So he so he walks into the studio with this drum machine and then tell us about that. Yeah, OTS. Start right there. I just moved back. Because <laughs> see, I was I was still learning. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I was still learning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Funny, yeah. Well, he came in. I, I came <laughs> he did a couple. He, he did a couple. I won't kill him, baby. Try to do this shit right. Having fun, the bullshit. But this nigga was the dude to hear everything together. He was the catalyst, and I've been with him since. They did. I'm not. We gonna get on back. No, we gonna we gonna get on back to what you said. Machine. I'm talking but, about the motherfucker. But it's like they didn't even want him on looking for the chewing. Okay. They didn't want him on looking for the chewing. Okay. But I'm like, no, you gotta put my nigga on looking for the chewing. You know what I'm saying? Okay. We don't know Kilo. I'm like, my nigga for turn this motherfucker. Call that hold bitchy, bitchy. Bitch. Cause she love to suck it, suck it. They put me last on every song, cause back then we had two. So they gotta rewind all the way through the whole song. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Producers. What no right. example? Because see, uh, Pat, Pat could tell y'all, we both understand, when Pat, MC Rod, and all them yeah. guys were doing, that was different sound. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like with me and Squeaky, and then with his technology, we was bringing in a whole nother sound. See, sound. people don't know, uh, Fly wasn't even, uh, Spanish Fly wasn't even at that point yet. Yeah. Fly used to come over with me and Squeaky house. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And learn from us. Yeah. You know, Fly had a formula, but he couldn't figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Squeaky was like, yeah. You know, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. You know, yeah, okay. Hey, yeah, you know I see, what I'm I saying? see, I see. My whole thing was, okay, I take all the, uh, whatever people liked it in the club, mm -hmm. I take them songs and sample them. That was smart as fuck. That was you smart. That's smart. That, even today, that's smart as fuck. Yeah, that's what that they do today. Of wisdom yeah, what he said. There wasn't no mixtapes and shit. Just like we still making it. Like there are now. Them, you know what I'm saying? What we did as kids, we was bullshit, but we put our heart in. It wasn't about no money. So I don't know about Fly. I don't know about God. I'm not trying to compare us to nobody or try to say we better than somebody. I'm talking about from beginning to end. Memphis got a sound. And they took it to Atlanta, or they took the gangster walk over here. They ain't paid the dues, but we paid the path. But it ain't like a motherfucker could put a monetary value on. It's a respect value on. It is. So what we sample old right, That's what this is about. Like, well, that's exactly what it's about. Preach, big bro. Because that's what this shit is about. Old, I don't give a damn what the Allen brother did. We weren't stealing from each other. We weren't biting off each other. We weren't trying to sound like no other motherfucker. Yeah. We was just what came out right. of us. We was just looking for a way to vent, man, get this shit off our chest without busting somebody's head. Right. Right. We had to bust a couple heads along the way, <laughs> but we wasn't the bad guy. We was the guy trying to help everybody keep it a family. You be Mississippi. I like David Banner. I like all these motherfuckers, but I'm not competing with them, and I ain't fucking with nobody. I'm say what the fuck I got to say because I earned the right to say it. So I ain't talking about the SV12. The, 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 I, I don't like Auto Tune. I don't really like the little white. I won't sound nah, like no man, robot. Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he don't get, the, he don't get that part of the conversation. I just brought him in and said, come on. Nah, he had a different... Kilo was an artist, you know? Well, he had a different tongue flow. Tongue flow before the Lord... So look, we talking about looking for the chewing, right? Is that the first... Right, that was really the first single for us that got hot. Okay. Because we did stuff before then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But looking for the chewing yeah. was like the club, the one. That's what Squeaky was very good at. He was very good at uh, making it club. Right. That was, the, that was the first song I was on. You know what I'm saying? He, that's what he was good at. You know, that was his, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, how can I say it? Uh... The real definition of a producer, it ain't just the beat maker, it's the nigga that can 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 get it all together and then there well, it is. And it be Well, like he dope. said, it was slow. Yeah. But it was club. It was but Squeaky knew how to do something different as a DJ. Like when make I it, said he like, I'm like, he rocking this shit like he got that for real. Man. You know, I mean, that's what I am going to get to that. Yeah, it was always DJ Zerk and DJ Squeaky. You know what I mean? DJ Zerk just had 
a, I would bring a squeaky. I would bring a squeaky in. You know what I'm saying? See, I didn't know that at the time because when I was in the club, Squeaky was DJing, and I happened to. Look through the window and see eight hundred people right. going yeah. in a circle going, wild, and right. I'm like, "What yeah. the fuck?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. They said they gay, so I saw. So I went to Squee. I said, "Yo, play that record." He said, "We ain't got no record." He said, "I said, what they doing?" He said, "That's the gangster walk." And he said, "But watch this." And he played Trigger Man, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they did it again. Oh yeah. man, they, they, they went cry, I did, and I left the club that night, that. and that's when I went and recorded the song. Yeah, why is Trigger Man so synonymous with Memphis? Yo, uh, the bells, I, I'm telling you, Memphis. It, 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 it's to... not, it's not that synonymous with Memphis. Yeah. What it was, was, it was a catalyst, just like they did a song, uh, 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 E-40 had did a song, I don't know, it was about a drink, Carlos Rossi. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You could just, okay, you okay. just hear a beat and a nigga put his own Memphis twist on it, but he ain't fit the gangster walk. He ain't even been yeah. looking for the chewing. Yeah. I'm saying all this shit have a little piece oh, about just being our tech. Yeah. But we, we, we got yeah, that sound real, that, you know. screaming looking for the chewing before looking for the chewing record. Right. Just like and Anna. Anna Marshall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Gangster walk was uh, the biggest thing popping in Memphis so right, I'm true. asking Squeaky play the Gangsta Walk record he said right. so no when Gangsta I did the Walk. record I wasn't saying oh this gonna be a big record the biggest yeah, I did gonna it win because gonna be I said I ain't on TV cause they, I said they, they this is for Memphis everything. I'm finna right. do right. this song for Memphis right. I wasn't no rapper yeah. I was a DJ and a producer right. so I by, by me being a writer yeah. I said fuck it I rapped the song myself right, right, right. and I brought it to Squeaky it's squeaky bone. It's squeaky. Yeah, he said, I ain't for the play. When he played that bit, he put it in rotation. And when he played that motherfucker, yeah. what happened? The crowd went crazy. Yeah. Then the owner told me to perform it on the stage. But the third time he told I never knew you could perform a song twice. Mm-hmm. At 3 Right now. <laughs> I never knew that. No. And they Still Man, jam still. with you. Oh, he told me to do it a third time. I yeah. said, nah, you gotta pay me. No, but see, that's because I wasn't no rapper. And I was right. like, shit, you know, yeah. like even Zerp, like shit. You just said you had sense enough to say, hey, two Zerp times you get it. Third one, I had to get that. He was but, known for rapping. But squeaky, so that's your payment. That's yeah, yeah. your payment. Yeah. What I'm trying to say, but I'm saying that song that Squeaky didn't rap on the song. Yeah, yeah. Squeaky didn't invent the uh, whole perception of it. I'm saying we all play eccentrical parts yeah, on the right. chess board. Everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah most no, definitely. No, no, no. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's not ever one person. I said it's not ever one person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From what but but I say it in the song. When you listen yeah. to the song, I say Memphis made it up. I, I just did a song. Yeah. Memphis made this up. I just did the song. And that opened up. I say it right in the song. So I, I break down everything that is it's not, a, I didn't create the gangster wall. Right. Right. But see, that's what I'm that's saying. That's what I love about Memphis. But see, that's right. what I'm saying. Yeah. They got their own thing. We, yeah. that's what but I'm you saying. You got in your lane and made your market. Fly, fly did actually the know. He knew, but he didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Squeaky yeah. just, yeah. we yeah. just all kind of came together and figured it out. You know what I'm saying? It's a beautiful fusion, most definitely. Right, right. Well, I give Pross out. The fly, cause he was a big that's inspiration wow. on, on us. You know what I'm saying? Twice, Just like people don't told me I was an inspiration on them. You yeah, see yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's, it's like uh, we speak. We knew where we was going and what we were trying to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Club. Everything. Yeah, y'all wasn't trying to figure shit out. Y'all saw club right there. Yeah. Club. <laughs> Gotta be club. We Gotta be club. We control that. That, that wasn't even an equation. Yeah, yeah. It was just like. Memphis won Atlanta. 
Atlanta won't sound like Memphis, but Mississippi Everybody took a little piece from Memphis and ran with it, yeah. but we didn't have the infrastructure to make it as popular and profitable as it is today. You, you know, I, I kept going yeah. to jail. We were make we were selling this, tapes of Mrs. Z's and Stereo right. One. Yeah, we started yeah. the, the selling you, out the trunk. I yeah. was in California. Yeah, but the you mixtapes. You gotta give the the, the the props because people like DJ Jelly, Big Oom Records, like Big Oom on like 15 record stores. They had yeah. their own they side. And they were fucking nah, with they, those records. They, 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 they fuck with us. They fuck yeah, with they us. Did. They yeah, yeah, they, they did. Yeah, they did. They fuck with Tuck. Yeah, they fuck with us. So, one thing. So, that's the answer to that conversation. But how could you not? Nah, this this the other answer to it. By me traveling and doing shows and promoting. Right, right. When I got to Atlanta, you know who I hooked up with? Who that? The people from Memphis. Guess where they was? In college. <laughs> Man, Memphis style so, shit. That's so, why I keep going to It's a whole different type of Memphis nigga we talking no, about. <laughs> so the gangster walk, Memphis music, right. everything right. was red in Atlanta. Atlanta yeah. didn't really take the side. They had the, they had no choice but to deal with it because Memphis no niggas was just everywhere, everywhere they go. And that's why I was saying, yeah. like, they, we say that they, they took it, but really they were they so like in, But I'm saying they were so influenced and motivated. Faded by what that the fuck the nigga was doing. Right, right. 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 Yeah. But, I mean, I produced past the truck. Yeah. 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 Like MC Hell. Right. I produced the whole album. I produced the whole album. Yeah, that's my big bro. Now, right. now, that's Memphis in Atlanta, Lincoln. Yeah. That's because really? me and Troy sat down and talked to Troy, like, yo, S, I love Memphis. Man, I want to work. Yeah, yeah, let's get it. So we linked and we did what we did. Then now Troy comes to Memphis and does Memphis. Yeah, sure do. Young it takes, then takes it right okay. back. You know, I brought I brought Young Jeezy into the game, and when and when when Jeezy came into the game, I wasn't saying, "Oh, I'm finna like give him a Memphis sound." We we didn't do that. The record I did on Jeezy called "Come Shot with Me." If you listen to one thing I love about Jeezy, everything he rap, he gonna rap about selling dope. Right. In mm -hmm. Memphis, if yeah. we did a, a record, we'll rap one song about selling dope, one song about pain. Right. And see, pain. But, one song about pain. That's why I love Gotti too. Gotti caught up to the formula. Yeah. Gotti said he said I'm gonna just rap up my dope boy shit. Yeah. And that's that's what made Gotti have his own fan base in the streets. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so so why we got that type of influence and then People coming to, uh, behind and following the trends that we done paid away. But then we didn't get no acknowledgement. That's why I had to acknowledge this man for even knowing and being able to go that far. I'm going a little bit farther and we done all played our position. It wasn't about no money. We just wanted to put out something authentic. Right. Okay, so if somebody coming from the outside, it ain't like they called us and bring them from the right. It ain't like a motherfucker. <laughs> real you know juicy. No, real juicy. Real juicy. I done did 16 years. Nigga ain't seen me 50 cent. Go cut my mama grass and did nothing. I'm coming out here because I got my heart into something, and if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it to the best of my ability. If that's what the fuck my passion is, it. But it ain't about a dollar. But we name dropping and talking about what Squeeze doing. This doing the SB12, SBA. I'm saying I'm just staying here, man. Take those down. Have one here, one eye. I don't know how it's gonna come. But I don't know if it's gonna come from the SB12, Auto Two, Double the Bus. I don't know if we gotta read back and help me pull it back and say, Hey, Mikey, you just got home. I'm OG. You know what I'm saying? We just started this shit. We ain't just starving no motherfucking machine. 
It's about respect. And man, I give respect, respect due. I, I respect what Memphis is doing right now, blowing up. I don't know Gorilla. I'm talking about these people. These people <laughs> with name. Oh, that be my church, but I know the part I played in it. Well, right. <laughs> I know what the fuck I did. Okay, so so you can't compensate for that. Then go ahead, go ahead, let him finish. Go ahead, let him finish. Be happy, man. Giving the best and showing these. Hey, man, let the kid off the chain. That's when all the strings falling. I want to say this. Nah, I want to say this. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I don't let him go. Let him go. Let him go. But, but, but you know, so he, he, I understand I, I what he said. He is right, you know, into a point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we hold a whole bunch of influence who influence me. Yeah, we we really do. But you know, but who gonna just say? Man, I got this from Mr. K. I got this from Kilo G. Hey, I might got no, a beat on it. Yo, got because, him on Hey, man, y'all won't get the video. You can hold it down. You think we should, though? You think, it's, you, think that, you think, you know... Uh, well, we always gave props. I'm sure he gave props of his influence. I think when he got to a certain point in Memphis... Because, I, yeah, I, 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 you always spoke highly on, on counterparts. You always spoke highly right. on Squeaky. Yeah, yeah, always, right, yeah. because all of us was a part of it. Yeah. But, see, I think... After a certain point in the years of Memphis music, it was like nobody didn't want to. Because, see, you want to be labeled as the creator of what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. The, the niggas that got known for it, man, just give him. He, he helped start it. Yeah. He ain't running with him now. Yeah. You know, he they got him here. Cause they don't want to say his name. They don't want to let people know. I think after a certain amount of years, it got like that. Everybody want. I started. I started that. But it came as a formula of all of us putting yeah. it together. Yeah, I, I never felt that because you, it has to come. You have to pay homage real quick. Keep your yeah. thought real fast. That you have to, because everybody we all know that something comes from something, right. unless it's the original. And so when you look at Everyone that, 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 like you said, that actually took it to another place. I never, it's only a few, few small instances, but I heard more out of town niggas. I heard the Migos say they, they favorite rapper was 3 6 and Lower Infamous. Yeah. And I was right. like, man, I never heard a Memphis nigga say that. But us, right. yeah. niggas like us, when I'm talking about just, we talking about fans now, right? I'm, because they just don't fucking know where the shit comes no, from. No, they, they, they don't. You know what I'm saying? That's no, why these don't. type of things are important. You know what I'm saying? So That's, we can say it once it's in the universe on the internet, it's in the universe. It's out there. That's the purpose of us putting this this type of shit together. But go ahead, go That's ahead. That's why people can't figure out and what we messed up at is that nobody puts it out there so people can understand the Memphis history and where it come from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because the leaders that put that that made it out there, they don't put it out there. You know what I'm saying? They, cause they want to say that they did it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, but but it's crazy. That it's crazy now, cause now the, the credit, right? We started that. <coughs> Most of us are parents and yeah. grandparents in some cases, right? And we look and say, "Hey, man, these little young niggas out here killing like a motherfucker right now." We made it easy for them. So what I'm saying <laughs> is, is, but those people that made it out. Do, I look at them and still say, hey, it's still, especially, it's definitely their responsibility. No, I ain't heard no. nobody say, not a, man, stop the violence, man, on a, a, a YouTube or a, yeah. a Instagram 
a story or real or 10 second, 15 second. I've never mm-hmm. heard no nobody that made any kind of money and stature in the game out of here. They whole thing is now that caused the violence so they name can keep on living up. See, they putting this perception up for these little young kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because these little young kids don't know no better. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So they lost in the world of they, everything. They spoil. Everything is in their palm of their hand. So, you <laughs> know, so the whole thing about it, you know, uh, like we say, we lay messages in our rap. For sure. You yeah. see what I'm saying? For sure. But they don't leave no message. And one, one new rapper today is his whole album to me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, you, I, can't, I can't say nothing behind it. That's fucking you true. Know you know what I'm saying? saying? Like, it's, it's like these niggas with this money. I drive my blunt. It's like these guys with this money. Why? Why ain't they oh, yeah, come? Too. Why ain't they coming back? You know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know why they don't come back. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, I, I you know, this is I, my mentality is for things like this. That's that's if I can't do anything, this is my way of getting back. Okay, well, check this out. Look, there's a bunch of shit you niggas don't know. What you say? I'm gonna let all these niggas tell it because I see all these other people enjoying as they should. Nobody right. knocking. I don't knock nobody who got the fuck up out of here, right? With, right. with that, with the music. Because all of us got different things going on in the world, but we're talking about with the music. And then, mm-hmm. like Kilo's talking about respect. That respect comes to that you gotta pay homage to the fucking OGs. <coughs> not the history yeah. is lost. It's the same thing we're talking about whitewashing. They wanna scratch out the history so it can be written their way. Right. Well, we're not gonna do that to each other. You know what right. I'm saying? We're gonna talk about lock them in the trunk. How yeah. to did this come about because this is a phenomenon this became to this day you still sell shirts right lock them in the trunk that song still moving and it's still doing its thing it came from because we wasn't getting that respect that mm. when, okay. uh, when the rebel when other rebels were trying to come up they was taking what we was doing right you see what I'm saying? I hear my shit and somebody else hear my shit. And hear they just want fucking with you. They right. take it and want fuck with you. Same way right, right. Now. So same we, way right we, now. we, we, we feel disrespected. You know what I'm saying? So Lock Em In The Trunk is truly a diss song. That's a diss song. You know what I'm saying? And it's just so crazy. Not to a particular thing. It's just to a whole. Like, man, y'all not finna... Y'all, y'all, no, it pertains to... It pertains to... Three certain people, okay. you know what I'm saying, that <laughs> I did have a problem with that was taking what we was doing. Yeah. But then that comes along that uh, that we couldn't get our shit together at home either. So if we was weak, that people can do what they need to do because, see, we was kind of weak. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I picked skinny up. I dropped skin. Got a beat from here. On Skinny Pimp, first take. Yeah, I got a beat from him, Psycho, and I did the riff. And nobody else do the riff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I looked at Skinny, when I picked Skinny up, I looked at, well, this way. Shout out Skinny Pimp, man. Yeah, shout out Skinny Pimp. But see, I was Al Capone hype man, in which people don't know. Okay, so tell us about it. And I was a co-producer of Al Capone, too. You know what I'm saying? With him, I sit there with ideas, put shit together. You know, like Lyric Drive-By, he put it together on the drum machine. Right. But that song really got other people's ideas. Right. We had other people getting credit, but it's other people's ideas that didn't get no credit. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Say that then. 
But I'm, <laughs> but I'm, I'm Pop your shit. everybody really don't tell the truth about the real shit. But I was Al Capone. Once me and Al Capone separated, right. and the way Al Capone used you, I'm going, you used the high pitched voice. Yeah. I ran in the skinny film. Mm -hmm. Little nigga had a little young high pitched voice. Yeah. Says if it'll be the next best thing. <laughs> you know what I'm okay. saying? We ain't got beef from him. We ain't got beef from Psycho. Yeah, yeah. I did the other little three, you know what I'm saying? Cause he had that high pitched voice. <clears throat> Well, I trip off the day. Look at these niggas with the high-pitched voice. Right. Yeah, I was already on it. You okay. know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I used to say, I'll use a high-pitched voice all the time. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. But it, it was just something about that high-pitched voice. Because that is a certain cadence, though. Yeah, That it is was. a certain cadence. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's weird. I never knew that part of but it. But a lot of people copied that, well, his tape and implemented into some of everything. But see, niggas didn't know that I was gonna be able to do it with skinny pimp tape. And they just told me a beat though. Well, this nigga ain't gonna do nothing with you know? <laughs> I, had, I had a fuck them up. You can't even fuck them up. But, but, but I, I wish at the time. The niggas that made it had to take it out of the way. But I wish at the time. But I wish at the time I wouldn't let skinny go. It was things that got in the way and people played a uh, little part and manipulating and right, shit. Right. But I should have never let little bro go because. The little guy had it going on. Yeah. You know what I'm right. saying? They played their own part, though. Yeah. yeah, but you know, it is what it is, so you know what I'm saying? But I shouldn't really never let him go. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> <laughs> skinny, skinny, skinny did influence, you know what I'm saying, a yeah. whole another generation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, now, I'm going to tell you. Uh -huh. To me, this is what, like, you got Orange Mound, yeah. South Memphis, North Memphis, North Memphis, right? I go to all of them, Westwood. I go everywhere. Yeah. But some people, I be, they be like, "S, where you finna go? I'm finna go over here to North Memphis, holler They be like, "Ah oh, man, I'm fuck with niggas over there." Yeah. So Memphis was divided and rep where they, wherever they was at, they yeah. got out right where they was at. No, when they come to the somebody outside yelling. But when they come to the club, it's universal. Everybody went to school with each other, cousins, and you know, so and it's like, that's where the fun began. Yeah. You know, it's the right. music. People come out to enjoy the music. It was new, buy a new DJ Squeaky, Mix CD, DJ Zerk, Mix CD. So it's like, they represented Orange Mountain. That's why I fuck with them. Right. Because it's like, yo, these niggas do their things in different areas. Yeah. And that's how it is in New York. You go to Cali, niggas in Compton don't mind. I'd be all over. I'd be like, I'm finna go to I, I want to ask but you question. know, so but, but, but listen, but I'm going to tell you something. You know where a lot of Anna come from. Me and Squeaky were battle DJs. Yeah, See, we battle niggas from Whitehaven <laughs> to uh, Westwood. But, um, not, but I'm, I'm saying before then, and this is where a lot of Anna come from. A lot of, I think where a lot of Anna come from. Because we were kicking these DJs' ass.